It was my first time in LA. I was getting my nails fixed and it was empty. Like the shop was completely empty. And then all of a sudden I hear someone behind me and I'm like, like the door's right there. I didn't see anyone walk in. Like, why is there someone behind me? Like I got freaked out. And then I turned around and then I looked back and my dad's sitting next to me. And I was like, was that who I thought it was sitting behind me? And then I look at my dad and I'm like, dad, look behind me. And he's like, <gasps> He's like whole heart like fell inside of his chest and he freaked out. It ended up being Cameron Diaz and oh. Nicole Richie. We were very respectful for her privacy and everything, but we did end up speaking a bit. We didn't ask for photos. She was getting her like pedicure done. So that would be really awkward like for her to take a photo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard Radio Flyer with nonstop service around the world. Heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and now YouTube. Your safety and comfort is important to us, so please direct your attention to your pilot and host, Freddie Rivera. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Freddie Rivera, and I'm very excited because we're talking to somebody clear across the other side of the world today, or tonight, live from Australia. I want to introduce you, if you haven't heard of her by now, she has over 200,000 downloads on Spotify, known all over the world. Happy to introduce to you, from the other side of the world, Jazzy K. And by the way, you are from Australia too, right? Yes, I'm from Sydney, Australia. Born and raised in the big city? Born and raised. (laughs) So did you want to be in music for a long time as a kid or did this hit you later on in life? Um, It's really funny. I always say that I can never remember the moment that it happened where I was like, I want to do music. I feel like I was just born knowing that that was what I was going to do. So like I always say I was in the womb knowing that I was going to do music. You you, you feel the rhythm (laughs) in in, in this family just kind (laughs) of, I I feel you. What artists... Uh, did you just have a trip like we're, we're crazy about as a kid or, or just as a teenager? Um, well, growing up, I listened to a lot of like old school music because my dad loved Elvis, my dad and my uncle. So we listened to like a lot of Elvis and um, even like Amy Winehouse, you know, like okay. everyone else, you know, becoming like a teenager. I was listening to Britney Spears and Destiny's Child, Christina Aguilera. They were like huge, huge inspirations to me. You got a nice range there. You got Christina, Destiny's Child, Elvis. So at what point do you go from being a regular kid, a regular girl from Sydney to, oh, shoot, I think I'm actually doing this? I think it was when, so the the funny thing is, is that for me, like my dream had always been to start my career in LA. Can we point out the hat? She's wearing an LA LA Dodgers hat. Come on now. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Representing LA. Yeah. All the way from Australia. Um, Yeah. So I think it was when, when I landed in LA with my dad the first time and I was like, oh shit, like we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're doing this. <laughs> How old were you when you first landed in LA? Um, I think I was, I think I was 19. Okay. 20. Yeah. What was it? Maybe was 19. LA everything that you thought it was going to be or was it? Uh, Cause I- oh, definitely. No, no, no. I know. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's not what you think it's going to be and blah, blah, blah. Because I didn't have very high expectations for like, you know, the city itself and like what I was going to see and everything. It was more like the industry that I was really excited about. Yeah. And the industry was everything that I expected it to be. <laughs> While you were here, did you, were you able to kind of go out and mingle and socialize a little bit and see some of the cool things that we had? Um, I wasn't able to do a lot of, and I've been a lot, I've been back and forth now a lot yeah. of times and I spend most of the years there. But um, even now till now, I've never really been able to do a lot of like the touristy things. So you know, I've never been to Disneyland. I've never like, I don't know, just a lot of things that you will do when you go to LA. I haven't done, but 
A lot of mingling, definitely. A lot of meeting people. That's a part of what I do as an artist. That's a whole other part of it that you have to like. Well, look at really networking. It's a, it's a necessity. <laughs> Disneyland, it'll always be there. Plenty exactly. of time. And my little brother wasn't with us, so it didn't feel right to go without my little brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, he had a way for little brother. And it's cool that your dad has, you know, flown you out here to LA or you've gone with him. What kind of, how significant of a role has your dad played in your career? Well, my, my dad is kind of like my partner in crime. Like we do everything together when it comes to music. But when it comes to like originally me wanting to get into the industry, like I studied the industry so much and growing up, like, I was a really bad singer. Like I wasn't very good. Um, so really? <laughs> I just, yeah, I wasn't like, I was a little bit like I was um, not very well trained. So yeah. every time I would sing a song, like I had a nice tone, but I was off key majority of the time. Can yeah. anybody, cause like I always try to, I love, love music. Right. And that's why I mean, I do radio and I've been a DJ since I was a kid, but I can't sing worth crap like at all. Right. <laughs> and, and is this, is this something like I'm terrible? Can, can I learn and sound like, okay, is that possible, you think? You can, you can definitely learn to sound okay. Okay. Um, I, I wouldn't say that you can learn to become like an incredible singer. <laughs> right. Um, you would more be like, as long as you're not tone deaf. So if you're tone, if you're actually, yeah. and I don't mean that joke, like, I mean, if you're no, actually I mean, yeah. tone, then you probably can't. But, um, you know, as long as you have a basic concept of music and notes, which I'm sure you do, you can definitely ease your way into singing a song. All definitely. right, Jazzy K, if I ever become a... Uh, an awesome karaoke singer and I get famous on YouTube. I'm going to, I'm going to be like, thank you, Jazzy K. And you will know. You're, you're welcome. I'm here anytime. <laughs> so so, back, so back to you. So, so you were, you weren't that great of a singer as a kid, but how did that all yeah. change and when? Well, when I finished school, I really like, was just like, there's nothing else in the world that I want to do. Like, I need to get good at this. Like yeah. I need to actually, like, I need to really put, work into this. So um, I just started, you know, taking it more seriously and I started songwriting and a friend of mine early on when I finished school said to me, he's a guitar player and he was like to me, hey Jazz, why don't you try to sing like jazz music? Because when he was listening to me try to sing, he could hear that my tone kind of leaned more towards like a jazzy kind of style jazzy but you know like with my style of singing so he goes try to sing jazz music in my help and then that's when it really changed everything for me because jazz music like really helped me um like jazz and blues sort of music kind of like Elvis it really helped me to actually understand my voice and be able to control it because I was trying to sing pop songs and they just didn't suit me at the time because I wasn't well trained like to be singing those sort of pop songs. And they just really helped me find my style. And now like I incorporate that with, you know, the pop R&B music that I write and sing. <laughs> it's one thing to train yourself and sound good, but it's another to actually find your own sound. Yeah. I think, I think from a young age, that's the thing that I always really had with me, like was that I had my own kind of tone and I always had my own way of approaching a song and wanting to sing it. But definitely the more that I learned about my voice and learned to control it, the more I was able to be like, oh, so this is what I'm actually trying to do. Not like, I guess I always kind of had it in me since I was little, but it just took a bit of ear training to really get there. <laughs> so at what point did you start to uh, get recognized in your hometown of Sydney or? Um, to be honest with you, it's been about two weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad to be a part of this. It's, this is the first time. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been working like 
like, you know, my, with my dad by my side, we've been working really hard the past few years and being in LA most of the year, just like started with networking, then it went into sessions and creating. And we've been working really, really hard to set a solid like ground. And it's definitely getting to a point now where people in the industry here and people here are saying, oh, who's Jazzy K? What's she? Oh, what? She's done that? What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about the flight, for example? Because if you're doing that flight, how long is that flight? Um, it's, a, I, it's about 13 and a half hours straight, straight to L.A., um, the last time we went, we stopped at, cause we'd never been to Hawaii. So what we did is we used it as an excuse. So we kind of stopped there for one day and <laughs> went to LA from Hawaii, which was really cool. Cause we got to see Hawaii and it was so beautiful. Yeah. It's a long flight, but I'm, I'm very, very good on aeroplanes. I fall asleep like a baby. Oh, do you the really? Entire time. Oh yeah. I sleep like a child. How, how many movies? <laughs> Does it take before you actually start to knock out? Because for me, I got to watch like oh. at least three or four. And then I finally knock out. Um, if I'm being completely honest with you, all it takes is the plane taking off and mm -hmm. I'm off. I'm asleep. That's awesome. Yeah. Like the shaking Very of dull. the turbulence puts me right to sleep. I'll be lucky if I get through like one movie without falling asleep during the, pl the plane ride. Lucky. You. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be more jealous, but I absolutely love to fly. I'm like a kid in an airplane looking out the window the whole time. I love it. <laughs> I love it. As you're blowing up even more, you're going to get an endorsement with Qantas and you'll be able to fly for free wherever you go all the time. Oh, that would be awesome. That yeah. would be great. Definitely helpful. <laughs> so uh, so while you were here in LA, uh, could you tease us or tell us about any artists or any semi-famous or famous people that you met while you were down here in LA? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think she was the first celebrity I met in LA. It was my first time in LA and I had to stop at a um, nail salon really quickly to get my nails fixed because I had a meeting and they were terrible. And um, I was getting my nails fixed and it was empty. Like the shop was completely empty. And then all of a sudden I hear someone behind me and I'm like, like the door's right there. I didn't see anyone walk in. Like, why is there someone behind me? Like I got freaked out. And then I turned around and then I looked back and my dad's sitting next to me and I was like, was that who I thought it was sitting behind me? And then I look at my dad and I'm like, dad, look behind me. And then dad looks behind me and he's like, <gasps> like this, like he's like whole heart, like fell inside of his chest and he freaked out. It ended up being Cameron Diaz and um, oh, Nicole wow. Richie. Yeah, which is like insane. And we, we, we were very respectful, of course, like for her privacy and everything. But we did end up speaking a bit. We didn't ask for photos. She was getting her like pedicure done. So that would be really awkward, like for her to take a photo. But um, she was the sweetest person ever. Her and Nicole, they were so nice. Wait, did she look the same? I haven't seen Cameron Diaz in a while. I mean, I mean, when you see somebody in person, versus you know seeing them on the screen when i tell you she looks identical to her movies like literally the same everything like nothing different exactly that her smile her skin her eyes everything she's absolutely stunning she's so gorgeous can we get matching colors <laughs> no definitely not i was too nervous to say hi but she actually ended up kind of saying hi because she realized that my dad was a dad and yeah. like, I guess it's kind of rare to, for their daughter to be just hanging out with their dad that was very in cute, LA. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, oh, dad, are you ready? And she was like, dad. And then we were like, oh, hi. <laughs> Good opportunity to start a conversation. <laughs> so now yeah. that things are blowing up for you uh, and, and you, you've come to LA for you know quite a few times, the talk is about the tour, right? Or it's about performing or it's about at least the promo tour. What what are you planning right now? Because we're finally getting out of quarantine. What what's What's coming up? Um, well, the part of me being in Australia is 
really frustrating. I love being home, but I also like wish that I was in LA as well or able to travel right now. But um, I guess, you know, we're just waiting until that's 100% safe. So that way I can come back. The plan was to be touring by the end of last year. Like this song was meant to be out like yeah. <laughs> early on last year, <laughs> but of course everything got pushed back. But um, yeah, I mean, we're just taking it one day at a time at the moment. I've done a few shows here in Sydney, which have been incredible. Um, but to start an official tour, we're definitely waiting until it's the right time to start like traveling again and really like locking all of that in. What shows did you do in, in Australia? Um, I did, so I did um, a showcase for my single release, which was really awesome. And a lot of people came to support me. And that was actually my first time performing with like a proper live band. I had been on stage with like a house band before at like a live open mic in LA, that kind of vibe. But it was my first time like actually rehearsing with a band and getting on stage and performing. And it was like, like I literally felt like I was Elvis Presley. Like I felt like this is the coolest moment of my life. But um, once I did that, I was like, I need to perform for the rest of my life every single day. Like I already knew I was gonna love it. But because that it's that moment you realize, uh, this is, uh, uh, I can't put this into words, the feeling of it's one thing to produce this in a studio and perfect it, but then that the feeling of it coming alive with a live band and then you start to learn the performing with the song, I mean, that's got that feeling has got to be uh, uh, out of this world. Exactly. Like I and I tried to explain that to some of um, my family. I was like, you know, it's so different when you are listening to these instruments, like bring it to life. And then you hear all these elements that are being added live or like these feelings or these vibes. And then you're just like, it helps you even develop more in the studio because yeah. now when you're in the studio, you're thinking, wow, this is possible. And this is, this is possible. We could do this live. Like it's just, it makes such a, it's just such a huge stepping stone. It's really incredible. It's so inspiring. Have you been able to uh, go to any live shows yet as, as we've come back or has it been just complete quarantine for you? Um, no, it's been, it's been pretty good in Australia. Um, it's been a bit on and off with live music. Yeah. So we had a period where live music was sort of back on and we were able to have a limited audience and stuff. But, um, even just recently now we've kind of in Sydney gone back into like a one week kind of emergency, like lockdown, not lockdown, but, um, like rules have come back up again, like about wearing masks and no performing. Now all the concerts had to get canceled. There's no live music allowed just for a week because there were like a few cases. Yeah. But um, it's just a little bit like unpredictable at right. the moment. Right. I think it's still very like in the waters. It's definitely, you know, been really good because when we say like now we're going into one week lockdown, it's about, I don't know if it's like 13 cases yeah. or something that, you know, they're freaking out about, which is good that they're taking it seriously. But I mean, that's, that's about it. It's just a little bit like on rocky waters at the moment. You don't know what's going to happen. A shout out to Jeff Golkel because that guy has been incredible to introduce me to you, Jazzy K. And I'm excited to, to play your song on the, on the show as well. And I know you. your, your sound is so crazy unique and your voice is freaking phenomenal. I, I love the song and I love the song on the first on the first on the first click because uh you know a lot of the times it takes a while to build and like oh yeah I really love the song now it was one right away how long did it take I mean I'm talking about trap house how long did it take to you know get the song out there wow that's amazing um do you mean the the writing process of it like actually creating the song yes. okay first of all thank you that means a lot to me you made me very happy <laughs> 
um, but with with the writing process, it was this one was actually pretty like it wasn't too long. The process for Trap House, especially with writing the actual song. So I had written like all the melodies and the lyrics to、so、the verse, the chorus, and all that kind of stuff、um, at home, and that was like by myself. So I had already written it just as like a song. Sometimes I just write melodies in my head, like with no music. I just kind of like come up with them, and there's lyrics and stuff,、um, and that happened really quickly. And there's always like a moment in a songwriting process, like for me, where I'm waiting for like that kind of moment of goosebumps when I come up with a melody or a lyric or a concept, where I'm like, okay, this is a song that I'm gonna love. Like this is a song that. Is really gonna hit like it's gonna be special for me. So、um, for me, I was kind of writing the verses, and I was like, okay, these are cool. Like I like the verse; it's a cool vibe. I didn't have all the lyrics; I just had the melody. And then it was really when I got into the、um, into the pre-chorus when it was like,、um, right in front of your own two eyes. And when I like when I did that, I was like, oh shit. Like I just got goosebumps a little bit. Like there's something really special, and it might not be like the part of the song that everyone. It could be like the tiniest thing, but it's almost like a sign from the universe for me. Like, hey, finish this song, jazz. Like this is a good song, you know. So that was really the moment for me, and then everything just came really quickly. And then when I went back to LA,、um, I was performing live at this.、Um, Kind of like it's like a showcase that they run every week on a Sunday in LA. It's called After Church LA, and、um, my guy Mars actually runs it. But he was in the audience; I'd never met him before. A friend of mine got me that performance, and he heard me singing, and he was like, "Oh, who's that?" Like to my friend, like I really love to work with her. She needs a good producer. Like she has a great voice. And then when we went to his studio,、um, he ended up. I showed him the song, and he loved it. And he was like. Let me like let me make this for you. And then him in the studio was like ten <laughs> minutes. You know, he had the keys. He had you know everything in there. It was, I was like okay, <laughs> that was really quick, Eugenius. <laughs> it was really cool. It was a very fast process. Um, but oh, but then sorry, I'm talking so much because I'm thinking yeah, of like yeah, yeah. everything. At the time, so that we had like the music done, which is really funny because you don't think about these things like unless you actually have to do it. But so like the production is done, it's amazing, we love it. The song's done, but now like I really want to get a great vocal. And we, sometimes with producers, especially someone like Mars, you know, he's so busy and he has such an incredible schedule that it's like you don't want to be taking his time to do like a vocal session on you know、right. getting all those vocals. And especially because Trap House is such a vocal like dominating song, and I wanted a lot of layers in there. I wanted there to be a lot of special bits. I really wanted to like take my time with it, so we、um, we ended up working with、um, a friend of my manager's. His name is Austin, and he's this amazing like vocal producer. He's from the UK. He actually came from the UK, and he was in LA. Luckily, at the right time, right before we had to leave LA for coronavirus, like it was literally the day before we left LA, we got the final vocal session in at Sound Factory, and then the song was done. And it was like, okay, <laughs> it's finished. We got it. Thank God, we can go home happy. Awesome. And that's a perfect segue to get into the song right now, Jazzy K, Trap House. I don't wanna be alone tonight. Everything I feel starts to rise. I can see a light shining through the crack of the door, but something sticks me to the floor. I don't think I can go on alone. Everyone is fighting for the throne. Walking figures everywhere. Can someone tell me what's really there? Fall into the trap house. Yeah, it looks so good inside. They make you come here. Oh, don't you feel so alive until they cut you right in front of your own two eyes? 
track of my thoughts yesterday mm, Trying to hold on to the fear of losing control Not gonna come home, be someone that they don't know Floor is getting harder to run through People telling me to stop it, I don't want to Blacking my ears from all this noise I'm just trying to Imagine a, a, like a writer. I imagine like when you write the lyrics or the melody of the song. I I feel like you know it, it's it's a rainy, a late night, eleven thirty five p.m. You're in your room mm. as the raindrops come down the glass. There's a cup of tea next to you. you get your feet up on the mm-hmm. desk and you're just writing on a notepad. I mean, I mean, is is that how it works, or is it is it just a constant, just adding to the to the to the to the song all day, all week? That sounds like a really good scenario. And it's really funny because normally like when I'm in that state that you're explaining, I'm like falling asleep. So I'm not very like, I'm not very creative. It's usually more in a moment of like thinking, like I'll be just walking around the house or I'll be working at my dad's restaurant thinking shit, like I need to write, like I need to do something for my mind right now. And it's usually in those moments where I'm inspired by something and I'm like, oh, song and it just comes you know it's a bit barely when i'm like very very relaxed and i'm like oh chilling you know i wish i was able to do that but usually i'm falling asleep so it's gonna be a very natural <laughs> feeling for you to come out and just and maybe add it to your phone is that what you do yeah yeah sometimes you, it's just like really really random words and i'll just write it down and it ends up being a song you uh talked about your dad having a restaurant is uh you said did, yeah. did you also say that you work with him at, at the restaurant tell me about that yeah so um for since I finished school, my dad and my uncle have had a rest- like restaurant a restaurant here in Sydney. And um, I worked there pretty much like seven days a week 
for like lunch and dinner shifts. And I was just working as much as I possibly could because I wanted to go to LA. So I would work there all the time. And then on the weekends, um, we had like, so it was a very like chill family kind of orientated restaurant, like wooden tables, really nice, like relaxed vibe. So when we would get the weekends and it'll be completely packed with people, we had a wireless mic and like a sound system a really bad sound system, but we had a sound system. So like my uncle is a singer and he, he was a wedding singer for 20 years. That's so he would sing like Elvis songs. And then I would sing and like we would walk around to customers and like sing to them and give them kind of like that live entertainment feeling. It was really fun. Yeah. And that helped me gain a lot of confidence with like singing in front of people and kind of pushing myself to sing to a new audience every single weekend. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I want to hear more about that too, because I want to talk about your hustle. The hustle what people, you know, when the success comes, no one hears about the struggle and the hustle, but you you were working at your dad's restaurant for, you said, mm. up to seven days at a time, just trying to make yeah. enough money to come to LA to promote and do what you got to do. That's pretty freaking yeah. awesome. Thank you. I mean, I definitely like, when, when you have something on your mind, you really want to do it, you work really hard. Like I wasn't able to pay to get my dad there too, but like I was able to pay to get myself there, but my dad came with me. So. I wasn't able to take care of my dad too, but one day I will be. <laughs> That's the hustle. You come to LA, you do what you got to do. And Jazzy K, you seem like such a sincere, authentic person. And that's what I think is special about you. I learned from a young age growing up, just in general, about how to be like respectful to people and their time and to always just be good to people, you know, not respecting any, no, sorry, not expecting anything back like, in return. And I think that those core values really come into play. Like when you're networking with people, like, yeah, I might be there with the intention to network with someone that will eventually, you know, turn into something else. But that's never like the expectation of my conversation with people in the industry. Like I'm genuinely happy to meet you. And what do you do? And I don't really care if you do anything for me or not. It's more just like, I want to make that connection with you. And I think that that really helps to gain proper relationships with people in the industry. And that's actually really um, something like if anyone said to me, oh, what would you give advice to someone who's going to LA for the first time or whatever? I would say, you know, don't be like, don't be, like, don't be not switched on about people and be overly kind to people who don't deserve it. But, you know, be good to people. You know, if you're good to people, you'll find good people. They'll come to you. And, and, and to be authentic and sincere because that's so important, you know, and uh, you, you can pick that up with people like you, for example. But like, you know, there, there's, there's some people when they come to L.A., Oh, hi, darling. Oh, yes. It's it's yeah, a lot of, uh, uh, it's easy to turn. Actually, it is pretty easy to turn on, you know, and uh, that's why I give a shout out to those who remain and and, and stay sincere. Uh, is it easy for you when you network to remember people's names? Because I'm terrible. No. I'm terrible. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. I cannot remember a name to save my life. And I feel so terribly bad about it. And it actually, like, it haunts me because I'm so bad with names. It's terrible it's actually embarrassing but um i don't know i'm just i'm the worst you know i, I hate good at that if you uh, uh, ever talk to ryan seacrest uh that guy is incredible with remembering people's names has you know the, the brain the capacity in the brain to do it but there are some people who just have a natural you know meet you one time you know it doesn't matter how important or non-important you are and they remember your name years later yeah, and they say they say oh say it three times in a row. So like if you meet someone, say, oh, hey, Jazzy. Oh, nice to meet you, Jazzy. How are you doing, Jazzy? Like try to get it in the conversation three times yeah. and then you remember it. But it never works for me. Like I can't <laughs> even remember to get it three times. Like how much? Exactly. I can't even, I can't even remember. remember how to practice to, to remember it. <laughs> terrible. Really exactly. terrible. 
Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone. <laughs> um, all right. So now that things are gearing back up here in LA and here in the States, uh, give me some artists that you would absolutely love to collab with, work with. Um, I have one at the moment and it's the weekend. Awesome. Awesome. He's like my dream yeah. collaboration. The week. I, I think he just sold his house too. And in in, I think, or that was like a year ago. I'm not sure. He probably has like three houses. <laughs> I don't know. Or it was yeah, one, one of the weekend or something, but imagine going to one of those parties on the week at the weekend's house. To be honest, <laughs> I haven't met the weekend either. If you ever do, if you ever do just like slip in. Hey, you heard of Jazzy? She's awesome from Australia. Don't remember my name, but just remember <laughs> Jazzy K. Just remember Jazzy. <laughs> so uh, I know it's early on, but are you going to plan to do any uh, any shows coming up here in the uh, in LA or in the future, in the near future? Oh yeah, definitely. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm I'm dying to do more shows over there, and um, I'm just waiting until everything is kind of more solid on when I can actually get back there. But once that's more better in place, then we'll be able to organize that kind of stuff. But yeah. <laughs> we'll get yeah. there eventually. I can't wait. I, I just, want to show want my to buddy Jojo because uh, I know off the air we were talking about how you uh, got a chance to meet him at the uh, iHeart building. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just randomly ran into Jojo or were like... No, so um, we were we were doing like a project in the building, in the iHeart Radio building. And then as we were walking out, we were introduced to him, like the, the friend of mine that was showing us around the building. And she was like, oh, this is Jazzy. Like she's an artist. And he was actually on air, but he had been like playing a song at the time. So he was on mute. So like he was so sweet and he was talking to me and we were able to have a whole conversation and he even like went back on it and then back off and then kept talking to me i was like i feel so bad standing in your office right now like while you're working and you're still taking so much time to just talk to me like this is insane he was so sweet jojo's the best all right let's talk about your music trap house how long has it been out what inspired it um i think it's been a few weeks now time goes so fast what has been the reception of uh trap house honestly I've been getting so many messages about this song. Like the messages I'm getting really mean so much to me because of the context of them. Like people saying things like jazz, like this is music that we want to hear. This is music that is different to what everyone else is putting out. Like you're actually talking about something. There's yeah. real meaning yeah. in what you're saying. There's a story. And I think that a lot of people are starting to realize that you know, I'm not one of like, I'm not an artist that's thinking about, okay, what are people going to like right now? Like what's trending right now? What's happening? Like I'm, I'm more going to my writing process and my sessions in a way where what's going to express what I'm feeling and how I vision this creatively to actually come out into like a record, into a song. So I think that people are really feeling that honesty through my music. And that's been the most incredible feeling ever, like that people are actually seeing that. I wouldn't think that people, because I mean, you know, it is like a pop R&B record. It's not like anything so out there, like you've never heard anything like it before, but people are really seeing those little things that it's like, oh, like this is not trying to copy anyone. Like this is really her doing like her own thing. So I think that's really cool. Also, really you know what else is, is cool is the title of the song, Trap House. So, so, <laughs> uh, why did you title it Trap House? How, how did you say, okay, this is going to be the title of it? The the name, it tells it to me. The song tells me the name. I don't I don't pick the name. I'll, I'll be writing the song and then all of a sudden a lyric will come and I'm like, oh, that's that's the name of the song. That's the one. I just write it down. Yeah. It's like, it just clicks. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone asks me, do you know what a Trap House is, Jazzy? Do you know what it is? I'm like, listen, I do. 
I know what a trap house is, but mine is a metaphor. Mine is not a real trap house. <laughs> for the record, ladies and gentlemen, for the record. That, that's cool. Though. No, that, that, that's very cool. Because when I think of trap house, honestly, my mind goes to, you know, like trap music. That was my thing. So, oh, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the song has the trap drums in the chorus for a reason. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, hey, listen, yeah. uh, I can't wait uh, to see you perform live and in your element because uh, I love live shows and I love seeing artists that I that I got to actually meet and personally know. Such a great feeling, you know, and uh, uh, for you. you to exude that 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 uh, the energy when you're performing after such a long time. And then you hear the crowd and you feel the crowd give it right back to you. I cannot wait yeah. for that to happen to you again. Real quickly, uh, I've never been to Australia before. And uh, g give me like maybe like one, two or three of your favorite, either like place to go, live music place, restaurant, obviously your dad's restaurant. <laughs> Bellagio. Um, <laughs> I can't say anything else. No, I'm joking. It's actually, we have the best food. Like we've won best pizza in Australia three years in a row. No kidding. So it's great. Good no part. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Jazzy K, throw out the socials. Let everybody know where we can connect with you and follow you. Thank you. Um, well, I'm on Instagram, TikTok at It's Jazzy K and YouTube. It's Jazzy K. So I-T-S-J-A-Z-Y-K. And if you would like to stream my music, it's just Jazzy K on Spotify, Apple Music, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I always get so happy every time I get to play a song on the show. We play Trap House by Jazzy K. And that was Jazzy K live from Sydney, Australia tonight or today, whenever you're listening to the show. You can hit her up once again on Instagram at It's Jazzy K. At It's Jazzy K. We can't wait to have her here in uh, LA real soon. That is the show this week. My name is Freddie Rivera. As always, you can find me on every social media platform as well at Freddie Rivera. You can get a full recap at freddyrivera.net. See you in a week.